Oh, hello you. My name's Tom Price. Hello, I'm Dave Cribb. You should come and join us every day. We do a podcast called Cabin Fever, where we talk to loads of comedians who've had to cancel everything else in their lives. So they come on our podcast instead, don't they, Dave? Yeah, it's an isolation podcast. Uh, it's Dave, were you yawning the at the start of that sentence then? Was it just a little yawn? <laughs> yeah, it's basically the Great Big Owl isolation podcast. We'll have people on from all our podcasts, from your Rule of Threes, your Brian and Rogers, your musicals, your bitchins. If you like any of our podcasts, if you like any of those people, chances are they'll be logging onto the Zoom call and just chatting because, let's face it, they got nothing else to do. Also, there'll be a quiz on the bill. All right, see you soon. Lots of love. Cabin F-E-A-3709. Oh, 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 that's our Twitter name. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. I'm Beck Hill. And I'm Matthew Hyton. And this is Concessions, a podcast where we interview your cult heroes at Comic Cons around the world. Hello, you're listening to Con Sessions, the bonus episode with uh, comedian me, Beck Hill, and comedian me, Matthew Hyton. I never knew we introduced <laughs> ourselves as comedian me, but it's nice. I like it. <laughs> I really, I was about to say with myself. Uh, and then, but anyway, it's it's getting to me, Matt. It's getting to me. Oh, don't worry about it, comedian. You, Beck Hill. It's all good. <laughs> we know we know so, why we're here, but let them know. Yeah. So we obviously we've just had our first season of concessions come out. Thank you very much for listening. Yes, um, thank we you really, very really much. appreciate it. Thanks for subscribing and for reviewing. If you have, if you haven't, go and do that now, please. Uh, we've got a little bonus here. We've got a little snippet of an interview that we had with Christina Ritchie. Unfortunately, due to some technical issues we don't have the full interview but we didn't want you to miss out so we've had our fantastic editor john harris put it together yeah yeah so and i i enjoyed yeah, it as it's well very yeah well that's the thing we uh we did this interview and unfortunately the tech failed not our fault but we've salvaged a little bit of it and she was just so lovely and so interested and obviously such an icon of so many films that we're like, oh, we'll put out what we can, but we want you guys to know that it is not whole. Okay, well, we're going to throw you into the interview, which was once again recorded at Comic-Con Brussels. Enjoy. Um, yeah, we, yeah, I was going to say, uh, we, we want to make sure audience gets some good questions. So if you have a question, yeah. Oh, straight if you, away. If you it, can yeah, get you towards us, it, that would help. I'll go down. It's, it's my turn. Ugh. Hi. Uh, Hi. You mentioned that you were on the set at the same time as The Next Generation. Did you get to interact with anybody from The Next Generation? I did Patrick not, Stewart or anyone? I think <laughs> I might have smiled and waved. Um, but I don't think I met them because the, I've met them since as an adult and I think I would, I don't think I met them as a child, no. But I did meet, um, I did meet Fraser, so that was pretty great. That's, that's huge. He's huge, yeah. Kelsey Grammer. Was it yeah. while you were Fraser. in... Fraser. I only would, I feel like you could only refer to him as Fraser. Yeah, yeah. Was it while you were in costume? I probably was. Because I love the idea that he's just like this creepy kid just keeps showing up on the set. Yeah, I mean, that's, that set, the Paramount lot was amazing because it was just full, it was full at that time and they were like really iconic, very like character-y yeah. Yeah. things were being done, you know, everywhere. So the makeup watched, and stuff was amazing. We watched Last Action Hero last night and we just forgot how great, the idea of just like everyone just being in this one place. Yeah, it was really fun. Yeah. yeah. 
That's was, so cool. Was, was the whole of values on there or was the camp? All of values. Yeah. I mean, we went on location for the camp stuff, but that was like two weeks in uh, Fresno. Still one of my favorite scenes in any film, the, uh, when it all twists in that scene. Just absolutely, not, not going to go into it, but <laughs> well done, you guys. Thank uh, you. Questions, if you raise your hand, Hands don't be shy. Questions. We've got some there. I'll, if you come forward, I'll get this one first. And then, hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. I was wondering if there's still something that you would like to do in your career, either as an actress or as a, in some other capacity in movies or television that you haven't done yet. I would like to... I kind of want to, I want, I, I would like to be in some more action stuff. Probably, I'm not, yeah. it's probably not going to happen, but you know, if we're just saying stuff we wish. Um, I'd like to do more action-y stuff, and, um, and uh, I also really would like to do some more historical kind of stuff as well. Period pieces, I guess. Combine them. Action, history. Yes. Yeah. Action, history. You know him as Shakespeare. Don't know why that went by head. Um, question was, yeah, hello. Hi. Um, Hi. First of all, I really enjoyed Prozac Nation. Thank you. Uh, secondly, you've worked with a slew of really well-established uh, directors. Um, well, Tim Burton, the late, um, the late Wes Craven. What would be your, um, well, best like experience with what, which director was the one you, you had the best rapport with? Um, I don't know. I mean, I've had really good rapport with quite a few directors. I loved working with Tim Burton. It was really, really fun. I have to say, I thought, uh, and um, actually, yeah, I have to say, I think my all-time favorite was um, working on um, working with Terry Gilliam on mm. uh, Fear and Loathing because he's just such a genius. And it's so much fun to work with him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What a again. What a Absolutely incredible film as well. Yeah, he's amazing. And he was just, he was so much fun and like he really like gets into it and like he was like on the floor with me and stuff and it was just fun. So good. Uh, well, uh, yep, there we go. Hello. Hi. So in like the 90s, you were doing Casper now and then and then just two years later, Opposite of Sex and Fear and Loathing. Was an intentional transition? Did you suddenly start getting cast from the kids' roles to the adult roles or? Yeah, um, the movies I did when I was younger, or not when I was younger, but sort of, I guess from Casper on, they weren't really movies that I, at that time, would have gone and seen, you know? And so I was excited to do work that I felt, that I would feel passionately about and that I would want to go see if I were just a viewer. So it was intentional, yes. Yes, lovely stuff. To you, what are the worst and best things about acting, both child and now as adult? I mean, I, I love acting. I mean, I, I, it's something that just like, um, I, this sec, the first time I ever did it at school, I was like, oh, this is what I was meant to do. Like, I just remember feeling like, oh, I found it. I found the thing. Um, so I love everything about the job itself. I just, or, I do not, I don't like fame. I just don't, I don't, I don't think it's, um, I don't know. I like, I love the work and I love the art. Um, and uh, I, I think that those are the things we should obsess about, not people. But. Very good answer. Have you ever had a moment where you thought you wanted to walk away from it? And if so, there was some, because you wanted to do something else, or is it, you've just maintained that sort of love for the industry and what you do? You know, 
this is what I do. Yeah. Um, so for me, it's never really been, I've never, it's never been an option to not do it. It just feels like this is what I, you know, what I was meant to do. I'll just reiterate as well. We love you doing it. I don't want this to be an interview like, <laughs> yeah, I don't think they want yeah. me to act anymore. No, no, no. no. <laughs> and also I think the thing is a lot of people come uh, and, and find you interesting as a person because they love what you do and the art that you put into it. I think a lot, a lot of us, uh, we want to love what we do. Yeah. And there's something really magnetic about seeing someone who loves and is passionate about what they do and doing it well that draws you to them. You want to know more about that process. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I realise, unfortunately, fame comes with that, but we appreciate it. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah. and I don't, I mean, I'm, I, I'm not complaining. <laughs> I'm just, you asked, you asked me the worst yeah. of us, so. This is a very good answer. We got any more questions whilst I'm down here? If you want to just come this way past the speakers, otherwise we'll lose people's ears. I'll take your question whilst I'm here, though. So you like working with Johnny Depp? Amazing. <laughs> He's incredible. Total gentleman. Lovely. Yeah, great. There we go. Uh, who had a question? There we are. Oh, hello. Uh, hello. Hi. Uh, just a quick question. You, you mentioned having a five-year-old kid and um, in your latest movie, 10 Things We Do Before We Break Up. You're also kind of doing arts and crafts as a job. Is this something that you sneaked in or was it scripted? I'm sorry, I didn't understand the in, beginning part. What movie are you talking about? Uh, ten Things We Do Before oh, We Oh, oh, oh. It was scripted. Yeah, she was a, um, a, a, a children's book illustrator. Yeah. But, it, but I actually, that is my kind of art form, is collaging. I'm a big fan of the collage medium. <laughs> I knew a collage when I saw I love it. <laughs> love to collage. We'll get you some magazines in the green room. Yeah, okay. Paris yeah. is a <laughs> yeah. Well, she's not doing any more uh, signings, but there is going to be an incredible collage. I will make her the best collage. collage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, any more questions while I'm down here? We've only got time for a few more. So, yes. yeah. Hi. Hi. Uh, you had a very long career already. Uh, started very young. Is What is your most rewarding role that you've played so far? I don't know. I mean... Certainly, well, Wednesday just keeps on, keeps on, uh, in terms of being rewarding. I mean, that's the one that people seem to respond to and seems to bring people so much happiness. And I mean, the other ones too, but I would say that that was probably the, the, the part I've done that has had the most impact on my life. Yeah. Were you aware of the Adams family before you went into it? Because obviously the old series. No, I didn't know. My mother told me what it was. Oh, really? On the way to the audition. And that, do you, because like your Wednesday Adams is the one that I think that gave it that sort of everlasting impact. Like already, if you glance around, I'm sure you're quite used to seeing Wednesday Adams everywhere you go. But do you, do you sort of, are you still amazed by that? Or is it something you don't really think about? Like, you know, I don't think about it that often. I do, it is something I sort of take for granted. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, but it, it's incredible that it had that sort of impact on people. It's amazing that, that yeah. it's such a referenced uh, character. Every Halloween, I bet you, you go out and go. <laughs> it's yeah, my season. Yeah. I traded my childhood for the Halloween season. <laughs> yeah. Have you, would, have you ever done a, uh, a cosplay with your son? Um, uh, cause like if no, you did that I'm Halloween. terrible. I won't even dress up for Halloween. He's always get, he gets very upset. I kept him, I told him that the parents weren't allowed to dress up, and then, <laughs> but then I slipped later and told him that, like, no, that guy, that wasn't an astronaut, that was Rami's dad, and he was like, wait a second, dad's dress up, so now he tries to get me to dress up, but 
I refuse to dress up for Halloween or any other time. Oh, really? Unless it's, I think it's because it's what I do for a job. Yeah. Have you, you know have, I mean? ever had any trick-or-treaters come to your house and recognize you? I don't think so. I'm not sure. I'd love it if they just walked away and they were like, oh my gosh. I don't know. I don't think they have. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I think because uh, we, we have to wrap up very soon. Is there anyone who's got a last question? Dan, you're so like, yes, please. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. You've, you've made all this fun. She's come all the way from the bank. She's even Good job. used ar- armored her backpack so she could get through. It's great work. Right. This is your question. If you were a hero, what would you like to be your superpower? I would oh. want to be invisible. Oh, good one. I knew my, yeah, invisible. Yeah, yeah. Would you be responsible with that power? I mean, d- define responsible. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Legally responsible, but mischievous. <laughs> I mean, I would probably use it for my own benefit, my invisibility. What, what are you going to do with that? I'm curious. Well, I'm like, I like to... I like to watch people and I like to, like, information. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I could get so much information if I was invisible. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'd abuse my power so much. I would get so much info on everyone. Yeah. You could at okay. least check out all the stalls without True, getting stopped. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think we're going to be wrapping up. Uh, anything you want to close on, Rebecca? I just want to say I'm very excited to be here. Yeah. <laughs> Try not to bang out too Shut much. up, bag. <laughs> um, yeah, thank you for coming all this way. No, on, thank you guys. I'm going to say on behalf of Belgium, it's yeah a long way to come. We're very thankful you graced our stay. So happy to be here. Yeah, um, you're here all weekend. Yes. So please do go see on a store. Yeah, bring us uh, some magazines. Yeah. yeah she I can cut up into pieces. I see how fast I can collage something. Yeah, yeah. I've heard she can collage a whole magazine in 46 seconds. That's just what I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, and also we need to get it out there. Anyone who writes scripts, action movies, historical yeah. action movies. Yes, yeah. that's right. Yeah. That's what we decided on. Um, okay, Belgium, you, you know what to do. Yeah, just show your love. Yeah, so that was it. That was a little snippet of of the time that we have with Christina. I really, really appreciate it. Um, The other thing I want to say in this little bonus app is that obviously we were planning on having a Series 2 come out to line up with Comic-Con Brussels in August. Unfortunately, that has been postponed, hasn't it, Matt? Yes, there's a little thing called COVID-19 around at the time of recording. And yeah, unfortunately, I'm sure you guys already know because you are probably Comic-Con fans like ourselves. Yeah, it's just shut everything down. So I guess we just hope you're staying safe and there are plans to reopen at some point in the future. And as soon as that happens, we will update you guys and we'll obviously get any interviews over to you. Yeah, we have a few options in the meantime. Um, If people are hungry for more, we can try and find some of the archival footage from previous interviews. There's a few other different things we can do. We also want to know who you would like us to interview in the future once everything is ready. You know, who would you like to be at Comic-Con Brussels or indeed any other Comic-Cons that we host these interviews at? So find us on social media. We're at Concessions Pod. 
That's on Instagram and Twitter. Find us, tell us who you want us to interview or tell us whether you want to hear more or whether you're happy to wait. Yeah, it's all down to you guys and that's why we put this out. It's for the listeners. Um, The other important thing is to make sure that you share this show with everyone that you know because we only put it out because people are listening and if people stop listening, then we'll stop putting it out. So I cannot stress how important it is to uh, make sure that more and more people are listening to keep us going. Share, share, share. That's the message. Oh, boy. Yeah. Spell S-H-A-R-E, not C-H-E-R-E. What? Oh, no. I've oh, no. We're turn back time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, Matt and I have started occasionally live streaming uh, a little catch-up chat on Instagram on Friday nights, tentatively 9.30 p.m. at the moment, but we, uh, I don't know, might be subject to change. Um, keep an eye out on our socials for more information about that. We've been sort of calling it just two best friends, which is in line with an ongoing in-joke. Oh, yeah. <laughs> which we'll explain in the show. Um, so, yeah, if anyone uh, wants to see what we're up to just as humans, uh, check us out on Instagram. I'm at Beck Hill Comedian and Matt. I'm at It's Matt Titan because another Matt Titan beat me to it once again we want to thank everyone who helped get this podcast out there that's our editor john harris producer joel morris over at great big owl um alex rimmersvold from brussels comic-con for the recordings and of course the mysterious breakmaster cylinder for our theme have i missed anyone matt I think you've absolutely nailed it. I think we'll let these lovely people go. And yeah, if you want to listen to this again, we're not going to stop you. So enjoy. We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. This has been a Great Big Owl production with help from Joel Morris, recorded by Alex Remersvall at Comic-Con Brussels, who we are very thankful to have us hosting there, produced and edited by John Harris with the theme tune by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. GreatBigOwl.com Can't face those Twitter notifications? Forgot to watch anything but Netflix? Dreading the video conference small talk at nine? You need a news vitamin, you know. You need the Smart 7. It's a brand new daily podcast that puts your brain into gear. Everything you need to know in less than seven minutes. You need the smarts? Hey, we got the smarts. The Smart 7, every weekday at 7 a.m. Available right now on Spotify and all the usual places. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.